This is the place the place you're staying at. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, this is my um my five months lease. I was gonna say my Airbnb, but it's technically not an Airbnb. My two roommates moved out, so it's just me. So oh, really wait, so you get, right are you are you gonna have it for five months just alone? Uh I wish, but they are um they're like replacing the people, I think, this week. So I've got it for a few days, which is still pretty good. What what alone activities did you do? <laughs> Honestly, I've done nothing but just cook and leave the dishes. Mm. That alone has been good, like not having to clean up immediately. My last two roommates were kind of, I don't want to say they were neat freaks, but they one of them noticed, like, he used to comment on the dishes after not, after like, oh, they've been in there for an hour. So I was getting conditioned to just like, yeah, it was so annoying. I was getting That's very passive aggressive. <laughs> it was very passive aggressive. And I'm glad. So he's been gone and I've just been leaving them like just for hours and it feels great being back to my normal slovenly self. Yeah. Dude, I got yeah. a dishwasher now and it's been so good. Nice. You just, you just dirty the dishes, you put them in there. And then when you want to wash them, you just have to stick a little thing in the thing and you wait. That's all it takes. That, that's, yeah. that's a huge, huge upgrade. Do you have, um, do you have laundry as well, or do you have to go to No, nah, I don't got laundry. Hmm. I'll get laundry. I think that a dishwasher is – I'd rather have a dishwasher in here than a laundry washing machine, I think. I think it saves you more time overall. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, nearby. you know the laundry to dishwasher uh, equation of which one saves you more time? <laughs> No, but I can I can just guess. I can do like complete stupid math and try and figure it out. Yeah, sometimes you use like, so much more. You, you know? use dishes more, yes. But I have like limited clothes supply. It'd be nice, just I don't know. I guess you're right though, because I only do laundry like once a week. But I do right. dishes every day. Yeah. Oh, this might speak to how just how much of a mess I am. I do laundry like once every three weeks. Mm. I really do leave it all to like the very last. Do you last have a minute. lot of clothes? I have I, I have enough, <laughs> enough to get me through three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it usually winds up like I mean I wear a lot of pants many times, like multiple days out of a week. I'm down to one pant right now. So that's it. You only have one pair of pants. The, my pants always rip around my crotch because I'm so bulging out. It destroys them. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah <laughs> you've hulked out of too many of your pants this is the last one yeah no yeah I, the crotch always rips so then like i only had two pairs of pants and now i got one mm. and i bought i bought some new pants online but they're back ordered till uh uh august which is crazy i don't even understand mm. do you think there's yeah. a shortage of items now maybe I know that there's a lot of things that have been, uh, I don't know if there's like a pattern, but I know of individual items that have gone up in price because of just shipping, annoying shipping stuff. But I think it, some of it's going back down. Like, do you remember in the beginning of the pandemic, you couldn't find yeast anywhere? Did we talk about this last time? Yeast? I don't remember yeah. talking about yeast. Okay. I remember we talked about pets. <laughs> we talked a lot about pets. In the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was baking and everyone bought up yeast. And I think supply chains for yeast were like messed up and it was just it was gone for like weeks in stores it was like you could order it online and it like it cost like lots more than it normally did just to buy you had to buy giant bulk quantities of it for like very significant inflation i think 
where does yeast even come from? How does one acquire yeast? <laughs> I don't know. I know how to infect someone with a yeast infection, but uh, I don't know where yeast. How do you do from. that? <laughs> you can describe. Um, you throw yeast on on their crotch. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I've been. Living. You can get it on your. Yeah, you can get a, a, a dick yeast infection too. <laughs> that that's why I know there was a yeast infection. I was trying to to cause a grow one, and I couldn't find it in stores last year. <laughs> it was terrible. Is that the only? That's the only reason they exist because people buy yeast. That's exactly it. Yeah, and not then, for baking. Don't don't no, let no, no. big media fool you. Just want to burn your genitals. Is the big? That's all. That's that's it. <laughs> I do. That's pretty good. I think I think I had one of those once. Isn't it? Is it hard for men to get yeast infections? Not for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? What happened when you had it? Was it? No, like, I, I know don't know if I did. I know I went to a doctor and I was telling him um, that's what I think I had it. And he's like, well, we don't know. It's probably all in your head. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't think there's really a test. You just wait till it's not happening. You Basically, you're in pain. And then after a little while, you're not in pain. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I wonder why. Yeah, I think it is. You just have to drink a lot of fluids. Is, did they have you like do Pedialyte or something like that? No, I, I don't remember him saying anything. Dude, this doctor, I don't even know I went to this doctor. It was way out of my way. Like, I was mm. getting a new doctor. And, like, you know what he did? There was, like, a nurse there. And, like, she had to reach something on a high shelf. And he went over and he put his hands underneath her arms. And it was like, ooh. And she was like, ur, ur, ur. I'm like, is this sexual harassment? Wait, really? Right in front of my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> How old was he? He was probably, you know, I don't know. Maybe late thirties, early forties. Oh, like that's young too, that does, no, that's that's too young enough that he should have known better. Not that there's any age where that's okay. Yeah, what age is it okay? <laughs> um, ninety nine. <laughs> I no, guess. I yeah, 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 yeah. Thirty and forty is very young. That's that's creepy. But I guess right? if she was into it, then I don't think she was. I think no, she tolerated it. It felt very uncomfortable. Okay, yeah, that's horrifying. It cured my yeast infection, though, which was <laughs> weird. I just need a little sexual harassment to be healthier. I guess that's all it takes. <laughs> did you uh, have a good Memorial Day weekend? I did. It was... Ch I, I had some friends in town, and uh, so we did, like just a bunch of eating and drinking nice. um yeah because the weather was so shitty we couldn't really like do anything else which sucked we were supposed to go to a, a mets game which i've never been to one of my friends here is a huge mets fan and we were gonna go and it got rained out like at the very last second which is like Wait, another drawback of the, yeah it, it's another drawback of baseball is that if if you can if it can get canceled by like a light rain because it didn't even rain that bad like you know, so I'm not a huge baseball guy and it's fun to go, but it's not the worst thing if you're going to go sit in a stadium for like nine innings and get soggy and then they cancel it and send your money back. It's not the worst feeling. <laughs> I'm not that much of a dire fan. True. I think, yeah, if it was like a, if it was a nice cloudy day and the temperature was good, but it didn't rain, that would be perfect for baseball. Mm-hmm. I think the last game I went, it was like scorching sun, and I was sunburned the fuck out, like my whole body, and I was like, "This was the worst." Yeah, 
Yeah, it's 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 not an ideal situation. Like baseball is in the hottest. Like it's funny. It's like the sh- conditions are the worst to go in like the most popular time. Like right in the middle of July, it's so hot. You get so burned. I haven't been to a game in a while, so I was kind of looking forward to it, but it was not meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't go to any barbecues. What did you get up to? Anything? Yeah, I went to a barbecue today. Drank a little bit today. Oh, nice. Knocked some back, you know. Yeah, nice. Some nice burgers and dogs, and then closed out the evening with some salmon. Ooh. You grilled this mm-hmm. salmon on the grill? It was grilled salmon. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really good. At a cookout, how many burgers and dogs can you eat? I feel like I feel like two of each. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I did today. I was like, mm. I had like a dog hamburger, and then I waited a little bit and then did it again. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that that's like a good because you're always getting a little bit of other stuff. I mean, a good cookout, you've got to have some sides. So I'm imagining there's, I'm imagining potato salads involved and like maybe some fruit, maybe yeah, there some, was some chips fruit, and dip. There were some chips, there were some dip. I had some Funyuns were there. Wow. Blast from the past. Yeah. They were I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm in a lunchroom in 1998 right now. Funyuns. <laughs> 98. That was big on Funyuns. <laughs> yeah. It was a big Funyuns year. <laughs> yeah, Clinton ushered in a new era of Funyuns. Something we we forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I feel like were Funyuns actual? Like, what were Funyuns? I know what they were. They were like those weird fried onions, but they weren't literal fried onions, right? They were. There's some type of weird grain. Uh, I gotta thing. Google this. Yeah, because they were all one uniform object, so they weren't onions. They they tried to make it seem like they were onion rings, but they're just so not. They just have like onion powder on them. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they're, they're, they're like onion flavored corn snack. Yeah, of course. I should have known. Uh, yeah, it's because they they remind me of like like just more condensed cheese puffs, like circular cheese puff, like the same way that they make like calamari out of squid. They make onion rings out of cheese puff, mm-hmm. or I guess corn stuff, and then just eat it with onion. Guess which year they were invented? Uh, it I feel like it's a good year. Oh, really? Uh, two thousand and one? No, I don't know. Nineteen um, forty? <laughs> <laughs> early nineteen forties? No, no. Nineteen thirty-eight. <laughs> um, it's. A I was going to say uh, the sixties. I don't know. They're probably pretty sometime big. in the sixties. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 1969? 1969. Yeah. Are you serious? Nice. <laughs> oh, man. That makes me think they're sexual in nature. Not me, dude. I got to clean mine. Clean and clear. Dude. Have you read Flaming Hot Funyuns? I didn't even know that was a thing. I just recently had Flaming Hot Cheetos for the first time. I had never had them. I'm not a huge fan. They're not like They're not like tasty. I don't know. Flaming Hot Funyuns is a thing. I didn't even know that. Okay. I wouldn't like those. I feel like especially to go with burgers and dogs, it's not a good combination. Unless you put it on. Are you someone who puts things on the burger or their dog? 
like that shouldn't be on there you know what i mean i mean i i put pickles on a hot dog but that's like almost like relish i don't think that's that crazy interesting i think that's a chicago dog that's how they do it yeah chicago dogs a lot i mean chicago dogs like a crazy invention but i don't i do go pretty standard with everything i think if i bare minimum you have to go ketchup mustard Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's always someone at a barbecue who has like a really strange thing they put on a hot dog. Like I can't understand how people eat hot dog. Have you ever seen somebody eat a hot dog with just mustard? Because that, well, that's the, that's the, that's the way you're supposed to eat it. You're not supposed to put ketchup on it. Oh, I see. I guess that, yeah, I'm thinking, now I'm thinking of like a corn dog with a little mustard thing. Mm-hmm. That's the way that the British royalty used to eat hot dogs is just, just mustard. <laughs> No, I'll tell you this. One one time when I was in Carolina, we went to like a a little local like a burger hot dog shop or like a restaurant, and the guy was like, he didn't offer people ketchup. He's like, yeah, we don't have ketchup here. That's sissy sauce. We don't put sissy sauce on our food. So <laughs> in some places, ketchup is not cool. What did he did he offer an alternative that wasn't sissy sauce? I, I think he's like he said that, but he's like, if you really want it, I got he has packets or whatever, like little oh, yes. packets. So he immediately took it back. He wants he wants money, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, if you're gonna walk out of here, yes, you can have the sissy sauce. I was, that was, was, was going to be called a sissy. <laughs> I have no I have no real ideals. Yeah, I'll call you a sissy. <laughs> so what did you have on? Did like was he like this is what did he want you to use hot sauce or was it? Yeah, just mustard on a hot dog. I guess you put <sighs> mustard, relish, uh, I am, oh, and like raw onions. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to say just mustard and a hot dog. I, I can't. I prefer just ketchup, but maybe I'm a sissy. <laughs> In fact, I, I probably am a sissy. The, the place was uh, like known for its chili. And like there was this old guy that sat next to us and he just got a bowl of chili and a glass of milk and that's what he ate and drank. <laughs> Isn't that so silly? <laughs> what state was this in? Like where was this? It was in one of the Carolinas, I think, or Virginia. It was Virginia. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that uh I didn't know that the South looks down on ketchup, but it makes sense. They have such like a strong pride and eat like everything hot sauce. They can't eat queer foods, you know. No, like they don't ketchup. eat <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't eat like bitches. <laughs> queer foods like ketchup. I mean, I guess it does seem like if you put a, no, I can't even think of like a dick joke involving ketchup. Oh, you're, you're specifically out of your dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh <laughs> There's a lot of sugar in ketchup, I guess. That's where it, like, well, if you can get, if you get like, a, I don't know, maybe like a nice homemade ketchup is fine, but like Heinz is just full of sugar. Yeah. That's the problem is like all those hit, all the homemade ketchups are, are bad and Heinz is so good, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really is not good. Like it's very, ketchup's not a, a good thing for you at all. It's basically just tomato paste, concentrated yeah. tomato paste. I like. I, I think hip, hipster ketchup's kind of funny. Have you ever been somewhere where they have like an alternate ketchup and it's noticeably shittier? Because I forget where there's somewhere in particular in Boston that like they don't do Heinz. They do a very specific, different ketchup, and it's it's so bad. It's like much worse. Really? Yeah. 
Well, I, I know I've been to like vegan places that use their house-made ketchup, and it's always been fine. Yeah, yeah. It's you know what, good for them. I don't know how to make ketchup, so <laughs> that's something I can't criticize them for shitty ketchup when mine would be much worse. Yeah, I am cooking right now. I am making. Speaking of ketchup, I'm making a, a pasta sauce. Oh yeah. So I am working with tomatoes as we speak. Just a nice bolognese. Ooh, how fancy! <laughs> you have a, a secret uh, uh, recipe. Um. Yes, passed down to me by my aunt uh, Google. Oh yeah, Aunt Google. Yeah, yeah, Aunt Google. She's got all the good recipes. No, I'm actually going to stir it as I talk. Um, this yeah, is the most Italian it. thing I've ever done. Um, yeah. Here. You have Check to let me see the sauce. Ooh, it looks good. I've like really taken to just Googling stuff. I have done this one a couple times before, but I, I do think that like, I do like to cook, but I think that it's a little bit of, unless you're like a real chef and can just do stuff from scratch. I do think it's a bit of an overrated skill and that you really can't just Google stuff. And as long as you don't mess it up that bad, you can very easily like make something good. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think, uh, the level between like amateur and professional, like professional, yeah, you know it's good, but everything beneath that is just like doing the instructions. Right. Like unless you're a chef who you you don't even need to look this, you can like from scratch in your brain figure out recipes like we can all yeah. just do this. We yeah, can, if you just saw a list of ingredients, you'd be like, all right, I can figure out a meal out of this without questioning it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's funny. It's a very adult thing to be like, oh, I'm going to like get a little rotation of recipes for a party, like a barbecue. What am I going to make? Mm-hmm. And you get a reputation like you bring something like I used to bring a buffalo dip to my friends like gatherings and everyone's like, oh, Jeff, you got to keep bringing that buffalo dip. And it was literally just the recipe on the Frank's Red Hot Bottle. And I just always made it seem like it was something special, but it was literally the exact recipe. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, yeah, it's my secret i passed down from it's literally just like <laughs> buffalo chicken cream cheese that's it that's it that's really and yeah yeah yeah. And buffalo chicken made from frank's red hot yeah exactly that's funny yeah I, I always wanted a signature thing to bring to people i still don't have one but i feel like if but i yeah but i guess i'd feel like a fraud if it was <laughs> from the back of a bottle you know? <laughs> well you don't have to tell anyone yeah it all comes from the back of someone's bottle. I do you um do you guys cook over there? Do you have any like good gizmos or anything like an air fryer? Yeah, we got an air fryer. Mm. Oh yeah, you showed me that when I came over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just got a Dutch oven. Mm. Uh, I I use my I have a uh, fucking uh, what's it called? Fucking uh foreman grill yeah that's what it's called and i had never used it i've had it for like seven years this is the first day i used it was yesterday Mm -hmm. and we cooked up some uh very thin we we made our own korean barbecue with very thinly sliced meats and we just put it on there and cooked it that sounds great yeah it's pretty good that's exactly how our george foreman intended it to be used Mm -hmm. Thin, thin slices of meat that's why it's got that little meat drain thing at the bottom I feel like the stereotypical picture of that is a burger. To bring it back to the grill, you just put a patty and you just close it. Uh huh. I, I loved. I had one for a while. I was using for grilled cheeses. That was like the best one. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Did your little uh, panels in between come out? Or did I think you I just have to wash it on it? I think I lost those. So I had to like, it was like a mini, like a little mini one. Like, mm. so it looked like, like a, almost like a trap. You just closed it like that. And it didn't have the panels. It was supposed to have a grease trap and I'm pretty sure I lost it. Cause I always used to have to put like a little, I used to forget. And then it would get all greasy under it. And I'd have to just wipe it up afterwards, <laughs> which is why. I, and then I would forget, it would annoy me and I would forget. And then I would put it away for like a month and then I'd want to grill cheese and make it and forget again. And then, so it's just a never ending cycle of just destroying the property value of where I live. Mm-hmm. I mean, which, that's what, that's what living in a renting a place is. <laughs> You're just there to lower the property value. That's the. That's true. I'm here to make things just a little bit worse every day. <laughs> That's my role. Uh, just do just enough not to have my security deposit revoked. True. That's all. That's all I care about. Dude, I had such a crazy roommate once, and I think the the I got my security deposit like the, the day I left. Like he wrote it for me. Mm. And then I stayed up with my, or like a, I kept in contact with my other roommate, and uh, it's he. It was like months after. He's like, I still haven't gotten it, <laughs> uh, and I don't think that dude's gonna do it because my roommate was crazy, and they were like they would get into like arguments a lot. Mm. Yeah, and this guy would like smoke, and this other guy had like asthma, or whatever, and he was in the apartment next to it, and he was always coughing. Mm. And uh, yeah, and he was the one that moved out. Oh, so they definitely nailed him on on the smoking damage, probably. Well, no, no, the, the dude I was running from, he's been. I think he has rented this apartment for like twenty years. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, so your like, your roommate was just that shitty. He was such a fucking crazy guy. I've told this story before, uh, but like one time I had like friends over and we were gonna go out. And like uh, they looked at our fridge, and our fridge was like such a dude fridge. It was just like condiments, like booze and ice, right? Yeah. Uh, and they were laughing about it, and they were laughing about it. it was the freezer was just had this all this ice. And uh, the next day, he had an argument with me. He'd be like, I "Can't believe your friends are making fun of the freezer." <laughs> he's like, "He's like ice is an amenity." Like he was mad about like isn't like that doesn't even make sense, right? Somebody like overhearing that conversation be like, your friends were making fun of the freezer. <laughs> that's Is that that's that's a little bit territorial, yeah. <laughs> he was a big ice guy. Yeah, yeah. How dare you come into my home and insult my wares, my ice making devices? <laughs> How long did you live with him? It was three months. He went through uh, roommates like every three months. No one could stay with him, you know? I can I can understand. Yeah. I feel like those people, like these two people who lived here with me just a second ago, and by a second, I guess I mean like three days. Um, they were like, they were random roommates. And I, and I do feel like I kind of understood why they didn't have permanent roommates after. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I kind of see why you they're might not, gravitate through to people. With. Yeah. They were fine to live with, but they were just way too, like, I don't know. It was hard to get a read on them. Like, they they were a little bit older. They were, like, I think in their mid to late 30s, and it felt like they were just, like, wildly introverted in certain ways and then to their own thing. And 
I, I don't know. I just, it was, they were strange. I do feel like those people, there's just those people who are like, if they don't have someone significant other to live with, they'll just never have like a, a permanent group of roommates. Although I guess that's like what happens in your thirties. Like in my twenties, I had the same roommates throughout you know, my entire twenties. But I yeah. guess in your, in your thirties, if you have the same roommates, then um, you're probably, you're probably living in like a, a convent or something. I don't think that's typical. Yeah. 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 It wasn't, I mean, uh, I guess I, I didn't move out of my house until I was 25, my parents' house. Uh, and then I had one roommate, this dude from college. And then I had another roommate, uh, someone I met through comedy till I moved here. Mm-hmm. And then I had a bunch of roommates and then I was alone for two years. Now I'm living with my gal. So did you like living alone? Yeah, it was cool. Hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I like I like a nice I like some alone time, you know. By myself, hanging out. Yeah. All alone. <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> well, you've got your your podcast audience. You can just it's like you're never alone. You can just flip this on and record. Oh, oh yeah, it's like I'm never, yeah, yeah, I can just speak my my truths. Mm. And yes. I don't I never know what they say back, you know. That's right. Us content creators are never truly alone. Mm, we're, we're always with them. We're always with them. Yeah. Oh, dude. Have you been going out to any comedy lately? Have you done any comedy stuff? Yeah, I've done like a bunch of mics. Mm. Uh, I was trying to, you know, organize uh, shows and stuff. I may have two coming up. But nice. you know, it's always, yeah, I don't have any nailed down dates. Uh, but yeah, I've been going out a little bit. Nice. Do you feel like, how do you feel like comedy is, is it, do you feel like it's coming back to close to pre-pandemic levels or is it still way off? Uh, it still feels off. I don't know. It's because it's like I was... When the creek was around, that was like a main spot. I could go at any part of the night. The creek so, in the cave. Yeah. 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 So it feels weird not having a main spot. Cause they would do mics, you know, like six, eight, ten, like midnight. So it was just Yeah. Yeah. Ne- never ending slew of mics. Yeah. I do feel like there's there's not like any central hubs to go hang out. There's like a couple. That place, the tiny cupboard, is is pretty good. It has a lot of stuff, but it's definitely not like six to eight to ten level of mics. Yeah, 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 yeah. That place is so annoying to get to. <laughs> At least for me, place to hang out would be good. Well, a nice central place, place just to chill, would be nice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I guess the clubs are going back to doing mics again. Mm. I got to figure that out. Yeah, I've seen I've gone to a couple of them. They're pretty interesting. They're like it's it's kind of fun to do them. I mean, they're open mics, but it's kind of fun to do just to be in the comedy club environment, like even in that capacity. Just to be on a club stage is kind of cool. It's, it feels good after like a year of being not doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's a far cry from the park. Just standing in a park next to like a a shrub. 
it's basically the same outcome, but it just kind of feels better than like watching yeah. people run around with their kids. Yeah, less shrubs. Yeah, <laughs> much less shrubs. Much less shrubs. Just yeah, as many scrubs. But I mean, obviously, uh, no, I'm just, you know, I'm doing all types of comedy, you know. For the listener, I'm only getting fucking shows sold out. That's true. Yeah. I did see you just, you sold out uh, the the garden recently. And you I know, did want to talk a, to you It was that. a garden. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was the garden at the park next to the shrubs. Yeah, it was sold out because uh, you couldn't sell tickets, so... <laughs> Auto sold out. Well, my friend, that is a uh, listen. I'm I'm glad that show business is is treating so well. Show business, yeah. Hey, dude, I'll, I'll have to come. I have to like. I'll be curious to hear about your shows. I have um. I've been like trying to just go out because it still is like you have to force yourself to go out now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still in that mode of like the pandemic it it's it's still people are still a little skittish about things i think so just getting any type of outside time is really good especially like in the village like i've been around the village a little bit and that will get you really acquainted to being around crowds again because like that place is completely roaring yeah yeah which is like it's probably good because it's a little bit of a shock to the system seeing so many people even if you're like telling yourself like there's a weird unconscious level where you're kind of just, oh, like it's just it's a new thing. Yeah, over there with the uh, yeah with the cellar and pear and the Grunge Village, the whole lane with all those restaurants and all that stuff. That place mm-hmm. is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying. I've been going to the dollar pizza places to really get that authentic experience. Oh yeah, you go to the the two dollar one right there. Now, dude, only the dollar. Only the dollar. Oh, wait, there the, is only still the, a dollar one over only there? Only the best and cheapest of barely pizza will I eat. Yeah, there's a couple of them near there, I think. I think there's yeah. one across uh, next to like that movie theater that's there. And there's one a little bit a ways up. I tried them both in one night because I wanted to compare. Uh-huh. And the outcome is they're like basically the same. <laughs> so... I was just like waiting for a mic or a show or something. And I was like, I'll just try two slices. And uh, it's the exact same. Yeah. No, no, no. Now now that your boy's doing so well financially, I haven't had a dollar slice in a minute. Are you serious? Damn. When I first moved here, yeah. You're really on the come up. I I at least go for the two plus, you know. That's That's good. Do you and you notice those are those are noticeably different? Those are like night and day. Yeah, what you once you throw in another dollar, it's so much a whole nother level. <laughs> it's twice the quality. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that's true. Oh, dude, <laughs> and that was Sunday. It was like they were the exact same. Yeah, that would suck. Or the two dollar one was worse, which wouldn't suck actually. I mean, the one dollar must be good deal. That would be pretty funny if, like, there was a threshold where it was exactly. There must be a threshold where it's exactly the same. I don't know. My dog just came in here. Oh yeah, yeah. How's Megabyte. he been? What's up with Megabyte these days? He's chilling. He's just regular. Uh, the most friendly cat-like dog. 
He's a very friendly pooch. I had a great time. Yeah. He was just chilling on my lap the whole time we podcast last time. It was very uh, therapeutic. I needed some dog companionship. Oh, yeah. That helped yeah. your uh, your anxieties. It's nice. I mean, considering I don't have pets, it's always kind of nice when you hang out with friends who have them. You'd be like a little pet, like surrogate for like a few hours and then go home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. I know what you mean. Mm. If I if I ever see a dog at a party, you know, it's time to you gotta befriend the dog. Of course. That's the way in. That's the way in. You gotta know the pooch first. Yeah. Before you join in. Oh dude. What does your uh mug say? World's okayest comedian? Yeah, somebody gave this to me. That's <laughs> It says world's gayest comedian. <laughs> yeah, world's okayest comedian. <laughs> I, I like that that's even a mug. I feel uh, like you, if you were the world's gayest comedian, they shouldn't give it to you as a mug. They should give it to you as like a sex toy of some kind. Oh, uh, yeah. Just yeah, a or like dildo. A, like a pair of assless chaps that just says world's gayest comedian on the back. <laughs> and so you'll wear it and people will be like, you know, it's... I, it, Seems seems legit. Checks out. Checks out. But I have to be telling a joke. If I'm just walking around with that, they'll be like, is this guy a comedian? <laughs> or is this just the world? Why is <laughs> like, no, he's just like in Ashless Chat. <laughs> yeah. I've never worn Ashless Chaps, to be honest. I can't even claim to have seen them. To be, yeah, I don't know where you would even get those. <laughs> I was getting a drink with a friend and we accidentally wound up. We were, this was in the West Village. Blowing we a up, guy. <laughs> yeah. We wound up in assless chaps. No, oh. we, th- we were next to this uh, sex shop. I don't know. Like we sat to this bar and then we looked over because it was outdoor seating. And then there was a sex shop next door and people kept coming in and out. And we were like, I wonder what they're doing. Like they're going to the basement to go to, because apparently the basement of sex shops is uh you know where the uh, where the people go to have their their fun times. Really? That's where the clubs meet. Yeah, you know how when you go to like, <laughs> it's like if you go to like a game shop and they play Magic the Gathering in the basement. Mm, I got you. It's like the same thing with sex. It's shops. a different kind of Magic the Gathering. That, yes, different kind. Yeah, same same kind of look of the men, but it's a much different game. Yeah, there's a gathering and it's magic, but it's not the same. <laughs> They all they still yell Yu-Gi-Oh at each other, but oh, yeah. <laughs> it's involuntary. It's a reaction. Yeah, the uh, nerd card game player and the orgy community are very similar <laughs> in their uh, ways. <laughs> they're they're not far off, and sometimes they have overlap. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of overlap, giving their their stomachs over their pants. <laughs> uh, uh, the orgy community. I feel like that's a strong. Strong but to answer your question, that is the only place I know of to get to go get a pair of <laughs> or like order them off adamandeve.com. Oh, uh, yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, Amazon, you could get them off Amazon, use some like an mm. Amazon gift card, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just start getting like these items or similar things for other like whips and ball gags and shit. You need to have a, a different email for your uh, your filthy. <laughs> desires yeah you would you would need like a separate amazon account <laughs> but it would still know your address <laughs> they need like an amazon incognito uh-huh. you could just go on amazon prime 
incognito. Yeah, you can watch any. Does Amazon have porn on it? I bet it does somewhere in the secret, right? There's just so much content that there's like. The Amazon dark web? Yeah. That's a great question. I don't know. I feel like it must, it, it might not because how would it, like, I don't think porn can, like, I feel like they don't monetize something that like that. Maybe they like own stakes in Pornhub or something. I could see that being the case, mm. you know, like they're involved in one of those subsidiary companies, but I feel like Amazon can't outright monetize it and I don't know if they're into things that they can't profit off of. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ever but see it's those, a great question. Those those people that are like, uh, like uh, just buy these products at like stores and resell them on Amazon and you can profit. No, is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, people <laughs> like find cheap stuff and then resell it on Amazon. Okay. I guess I didn't, that, that's a... Yeah. Uh, a way to make a living have you ever sold anything off amazon i've used craigslist once but that's it i've never sold anything on amazon that's a good question yeah i don't think so i'm curious what they take as like a percentage if you sell on amazon yeah i don't know i'm sure somebody knows (laughs) (laughs) not us clearly not not us not this podcast (laughs) <laughs> i've sold stuff on ebay before oh yeah that's the og yeah it's still around i don't know what it's really good for now i guess it's good for more uh like used things right? i think amazon's for more like like new things yeah yeah i think that ebay's still pretty good for stuff like if i ever was gonna get something that i needed used i'd probably go to craigslist or probably not ebay the weird thing about ebay was now it just seems so obsolete the whole bidding system that used to be about ebay do you remember that well that still exists right that's just that seems so i didn't know that still exists that's such a strange because it was like you could bid on ebay and i guess it it was like that's just such an inefficient way to buy things now maybe because now you can because of amazon that's crazy but like well it's just for specifically like rare items i think is where it comes to play it was just for auctioning i thought it was kind of everything i I think you can do it with everything i think you're right but i mean like that's the only reason it it would make sense i remember trying to buy like i think video game equipment as like a high schooler and losing because i couldn't bid that high (laughs) Because I like I had like a high school. There was some like adult who was bidding, I'm sure, and had like way more money than me. What I was bidding on like a controller or something, and I think that I I got outbid at like twelve dollars, and I was just like, "Fuck, well, <laughs> can't really, I at can't really enter a bidding." In my mind, I'm like, "You're what are you buying? Like thousands of dollars of gaming <laughs> equipment? No, twelve dollar controller? You're like, fuck." <laughs> I was just I was just broke. I had no money because yeah. I didn't have a job. I was like, I'm not going to get into a, like, I'm, I'm 13. I'm not going to get into a bidding war with someone on <laughs> over like a Nintendo GameCube controller with Shrek space on it or whatever <laughs> bullshit I was trying to buy. What's uh, what's your, what's your favorite video game? Interesting. 
Oh, dude. I Mine's don't Metal Gear Solid. That's oh, really? You have one? Which is specifically Metal Gear Solid The first Solid one. one. Or the one first PlayStation 1. Okay. I I played play, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, and that was a really good one. Yeah. Why specifically one? Because it was, I never played a game like that. It's just more of a nostalgic thing. Like that right, game right, was right. just so different than any game mm. that it was like so incredible. And then when you fought Psycho Mantis, you had to switch controllers. So that was that was cool. That was a pretty crazy mechanic. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I do feel like with a lot of video games, it's like those ones that get into you young and just like mess with your brain in a good way. With my friends, it was like a big Halo group. Yeah, like a lot of games, Smash Bros, Halo. Um, I like the uh, the Bethesda games, like the uh, the Elder Scrolls and the Fallout's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a game system right now. I have a Switch, but uh, I left it back in my childhood home in Massachusetts, um, and I've kind of been wanting one. But I think the OG games, I, I, I was the whole, it's the eternal Xbox versus PlayStation debate. Cause like I grew up on Xbox, mm-hmm. but PlayStation is probably more, uh, it's probably more ubiquitous now. Well, it's the only one Xbox to play Halo, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, Gears of War, I don't know if that game was that great. It's, I mean, I liked it, but probably I wouldn't want to play it now. All the games I would want to play are kind of like, playstation because you know they have a lot of good exclusives like the new god of war and then grand theft auto was playstation exclusive for a long time right yeah i don't know how long i know it's not anymore but it might have started that way yeah i think playstation grand theft auto may have started on playstation and then eventually it gravitated i was never big into grand theft auto i think that was like that was the where my parents drew the line (laughs) <laughs> the video games like i think maybe because it was too realistic and you know hitting hookers with your car was like too legit oh, they were really weird <laughs> they were killing aliens was fine but hitting hookers with your car was they were like this all right we have to stop this somewhere and this is where we're going to do it <laughs> what if they were regular women not hookers <laughs> you think they'd be I like just, that's okay <laughs> you know that that might change the equation i'm not sure I like how I say regular women. Yes, hookers are not regular women. <laughs> if they were, we're talking alien hookers, then they would have been 100% fine with it. Ooh, okay, but, but what if you could uh, uh, fuck them? Uh, again, if they're aliens, it's you oh, know, yeah, that's, suspension that's of bypasses. The... Yeah, if they have blue hair and orange skin, totally fine. <laughs> you can totally kill them and fuck them and whatever you need to do. Kill them and fuck them. Yeah, no. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that made it better because, like, you know, you, you, did you have friends that you would go hang hang out with kind of specifically because they had certain games and you wanted to play games at their house? Well, my friend, yeah, because I didn't have an N64, so I go to my friend Chris's house to play Goldeneye. Uh, that was when I was real young. Mm. Uh, but no, I mean, no, no, my house was pretty, uh, we were pretty lucrative in our game selection. I think people would come to our house, you know? Oh, you had the treasure trove place? Yeah. Okay. That's a good way to be because then you can make a lot of friends. It's like like oh, having a pool. You're like, we're the guy who have, we have the blockbuster selection at our house. Yeah. I remember getting Grand Theft Auto Vice City was a big thing. Like, we're supposed to wait till Christmas, and my parents were like, we'll give it to you on Halloween. And I was like, shit. 
It's a good Halloween, just playing Vice City. Mm. I do think that video games were great because I think they were good. My parents liked it because it made buying presents for me very easy. Yeah. Like, it, it really is. If your kid's into video games, it really is easy to buy them something. Because you can just, if you gave me two games on Christmas, I'm good. I didn't need anything else. You yeah. know, I didn't even need like a stocking. I was like, just let me play these for the rest of Christmas break and I am set. Yeah. You're right. It was such a simple thing. Video games are so addictive. Uh, they really are. Yeah. I, dude, I was actually just thinking. So I was at a Best Buy recently and they have the video games like, you know how they have the video game like behind the, the counter. So like they have to go unlock them the same way that they yeah. have like the the like the breaking bad like meth cough syrup behind the counter. Oh, That's yeah, how yeah, drug like yeah, yeah. they are, is that they have the same security system as like the cough syrup that makes meth. It's like you go to Best Buy and they're like, no, we have to like unlock this with like our special key fob. You can't just get in mm-hmm. and touch these yourself. So I will I will say though, Ed, a lot of 7-Elevens, the like beef jerky and energy drinks are also locked up those are the two I, biggest stolen items beef jerky and 7-eleven or uh, and beef drinks. energy drinks yeah uh, i can see that i saw I a guy that. the other day leaving a cvs and he had like four cans of red bull in his pockets and the the, the security guy was like empty your pockets and he's like huh? huh and he had all these red bulls and then he like dropped his hat and then he pulled out another red bull and just ran outside <laughs> With the Red Bull, he didn't. Yeah, drop it. yeah, he stole it. He ran away. He, he got away. Uh, well, he probably figured for one Red Bull, he's not going to get chased. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, this guy was stealing energy drinks. It just makes me question if a they're just like reselling them because they could be worth like four dollars in some places. Will sell a Red Bull, or b they're just they just drink them. He just need them that bad. I feel like I could see it uh, both ways. I, that's something you definitely get addicted to. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. A friend of mine, he used to drink a Monster Energy drink every morning. Yeah, me a too. Blue, a big blue one every morning. Dude, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I do a joke about it, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I I haven't had one in a minute, but like I go through cycles. I go off like for months and I'll get back on them. It really is just an addictive drink. Do you feel it when you don't drink it? Like, do you have to replace it with something? Uh, just a friendship. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it fills the void of friendship inside of me. If I'm drinking oh. them, I don't need friends. No. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't like... Uh, I don't really crave it, but I just like think I'm like, oh, I could drink an energy drink. Mm. Like, and that would be nice. But yeah. But no, do you, I feel like doing that every morning, I those mess with me too much. You know, like I, it, it's not that I get jittery, but I just get like this weird dissociative like sheen comes over the world and I just feel kind of like, like I feel out of it in a weird way. It feels like I've been playing video games for a long time. That's what it feels like when I drink one of those. And that's funny. It's, a, it's common gamer fuel is actually mm. the name of one of them. Gamer fuel. Mm-hmm. So you just use uh, cocaine to stay up drinking? <laughs> yeah, that's all I ever needed. <laughs> yeah. That's it. 
when I was really, really young, my friends would be like, do you want a monster energy drink? I was like, no, I strictly do cocaine. <laughs> it's Although funny not, though that, uh, what are you saying? Go ahead. No, no, I've never done cocaine. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> never happened somehow. Oh, I've been around lame. it. I've just never done it. I know I've had it around and had it offered to me and it's just never felt like this is the night I should try cocaine. Like one night, I just recently got offered it. It was like on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not doing coke on a Tuesday. What are you worried about? Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's just one little Wednesday, you know, in your life. That's true. It's just one little Wednesday. It didn't feel right. It's, I don't know when it's, I also don't want that to be my first experience. Like at just some random Brooklyn bar, like till 1 a.m. with three strangers who think that they're like, we're, we're like it was we with strangers we're, yeah it was people i'd never met i was like i was hanging out at a after a, a thing with, with some a other comedy comedians yeah. yeah there was a show i went to visit i went to hang out with some comedians and then we relocated to this other place and the there was a guy who like i don't know we were talking about comedy and he he, he took it a liking to me and he brought me back he like had some type of ownership in the place and he brought me back he was like wanted to introduce me to someone who also liked comedy and i was like okay and there were like two friends of his and they were just cutting up lines of code and i was just like oh boy and they were like were very friendly and they're like do you want someone like no i'm okay and then the guy who brought me back was like i shouldn't do it he's like convincing himself he's like i quit and he's like convincing himself not to but about like trying to convince himself to do it and his friend's like no and he's like yeah you're right i'm not doing it but at the same time i just a little won't hurt and i'm so i'm just eventually was like i'm gonna i'm gonna go home and so i just bounced ah but that sounds so interesting though if you would have dove in i dove as far as i needed to (laughs) you know I, again, I, it's just, it didn't feel quite like the, the strangers in the night time to do on a Tuesday in Williamsburg somewhere Yeah, where that should happen, but maybe someday, but the stars didn't align that night. It was pretty funny. It was like, if I was going to imagine a, like a first, like, like seeing Coke, it was definitely the, this was the time it was in some random restaurant, like in the back, some restaurant slash bar and like a guy convincing himself, like I shouldn't do it, but I'll do it, but I shouldn't. And like, <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty fun. That's funny. James I got what like, I needed. I got the entertainment and then I bounced. You I witnessed like, the addiction. You yeah. Saw. I was, I was the, um, I was the material witness basically. Uh, the first time I was offered it was just on like this, this sidewalk and I was just shit faced with my with my friends and this gay dude came up and started like like dancing on us and he's like I guess he was to me he's like, Yo, come do coke with me in the bathroom. So then I went in and he went into the girls' room. I'm like, Yeah, I'm not doing this. Mm. <laughs> but that was the first time. I have done it since then though. Mm. Uh yeah. It's not uh People are kind of split on it, right? Some people I don't think really... anyone really likes it, but they're just always going to do it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard you're supposed to balance it. Like you have to do it with drinking. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, what makes you say nobody it, likes it? Just from the people. No, I mean, people like they're fully addicted to it. But like, it's like, uh, 
just because I've heard that statement of people like, yeah, I hate cocaine, but I love it. It's like an idea about it. Oh, it's so hard it's to explain. Like, it's like a romantic thing more than anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, definitely an interesting drug. Definitely like it's still in the like acceptable uh, for all people drug. Like it's not too far. Like too far drugs would be if someone's doing like heroin or meth, right? Yeah. Or, like even crack is too far, but cocaine is still like in the booze, weed, and then like maybe ecstasy, mushrooms, right? Or acid right. and cocaine. These are all in the realm of like still in a normal social setting. Yeah, could, yeah. Could exist. Well, I know there's like there's like successful people out there who do coke. Like I think of like Wall Street people, like Wolf yeah. of Wall Street level dudes. But I'm sure uh, there's plenty of people some... who, who it goes the other way, but there's definitely like it's like a a party thing to it. It's mm-hmm. like it can it can be it's like a, a mullet. It's like business in front, party in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, crack is not in there. Right. But it's mostly it's kind of similar, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I don't know. I was led to believe once there may be a racial component to that. I don't that, believe like, that at all. That's you don't, <laughs> <laughs> really. You don't believe the thing of like coke is for like suburbanite rich people and crack is like poor urban folks. I I think it's uh you know it's their own fault for turning it into crack. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, science would agree with you. <laughs> no, uh, I know. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 But uh, <laughs> one time I listened to, uh, you know, David Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a podcast. I guess he did crack once with a guy and he's like, I did it once and it was like the best feeling I ever had. And then I did it again and it was like the best feeling I ever had. It felt like. <laughs> When you dip on a roller coaster and you're like, you just begin going down, but just you're stuck in that feeling for like ever or whatever for like 30 minutes. You're Oof. just like high as shit. Well, depends on what you like in life. Right. Uh, and the guy didn't let him do it a third time. He's like, because you're going to get addicted and then you're going to be like the guy who's been like pissing in buckets for weeks just in this like place that he was in. And he's like, you're going to end up like me. So he refused to give him another hit. Wow. Uh, was well, that sounds like, yeah, yeah, sounds like you did him a favor. You're going to be the guy pissing in buckets. Yeah. Dude. But it just I mean, makes me like, let me, well, this makes me wonder, like, I wonder what those two hits were like, <laughs> like for me. Sounds like what it would have done for you. Yeah. Have you ever, I, I've never even seen crack, so I wouldn't know. I, I, like, I mean, I saw a guy smoking in the subway once. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I will eventually see that too. I think. I think that's a, a common thing. That that's that's definitely fucking around a little bit too hard. That seems too intense. You're right. There's definitely like a certain threshold of drug, and it might just be like social. But you know, because like there was a crack epidemic. Obviously, there was never like a coke epidemic that people associate with. Like, I mean, but I mean, yeah, yeah. But there definitely has been a coke epidemic, but it's not publicized. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's like people individually, they never make it like a thing. It's always like individual celebrities have OD'd or like died mm-hmm. because of cocaine use, but it's never talked about like, oh, destroy, like 
what happened to communities that I've heard. And I've heard a, everything about cocaine as we as we've dis- discussed. I'm very well versed in it, so I'm the authority. Mm-hmm. You're but you're you're a coke expert. I've seen it on a Tuesday, so <laughs> there's nothing else to know. Uh, what's the there's a like you can die from uh, withdrawing from alcohol, right? Mm-hmm die from what there's a certain drug that you can't die from withdrawing from but it's like a because you can die i don't i think you can od on heroin but you can't die from withdrawing right yeah yeah i i know that there's i know what you're talking about i don't know if it's heroin it might be heroin but there there's a weird thing like that but alcohol withdrawals are apparently awful yeah 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 it's like it's very bad but I can only imagine how do you yeah. end up like how do you end up like that you know how much alcohol do you have to drink dude i think it's an insane amount well everyone was saying like i remember last year when the pandemic started everyone was like why are alcohol stores essential businesses and so it was people like people don't die yeah so people don't die and because if we shut it down people will start going to the hospital if they can't get their booze like it's going to make things much worse and that was just a moment where it, that's like that is a cold hard look at society where you're just like no this will make things worse. Also, people definitely just needed to drink to get through quarantine. Yeah. That was definitely the case. We're, but, uh, uh, I, I guess cigarettes were probably considered an essential uh, item. They were by the people who smoke cigarettes, that's for sure. <laughs> I've never, like, I, I think that with cigarettes, that, that withdrawal is just, like, I just think everyone cigarettes are the one that I know the most people who they've quit and then they go back to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like almost a never ending thing of like cigarettes are so benignly addictive that you're always like, Oh, I've quit. And then four months later, you're they're like, I'm smoking again. And it's like constant in and out. Like I have so many aunts that have been quitting cigarettes for my entire life. And they still like have like, it's like almost like they're dating someone you know, like they're always kind of with them, kind of not with them. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. Cigarettes. Nobody's God, proud of liking those. Cigarettes. Yeah. You yeah. know, nobody's ever like, that's the one thing that like, there's no cigarette aficionados, you know? I, I guess there's like cigar aficionados. Yeah. But- uh cigarettes i don't know maybe yeah, yeah i feel like it's only like kids that think it's cool but once you become an adult no everyone's like yeah cigarettes suck oh i think it look i think it's really cool <laughs> i'm not kidding i think it looks like i know it's not but i think the look is like i'm stupid enough to fall for that i do think it looks cool now do you think someone smoking a joint is cool or that's less cool i think it's cool i think you have to hold it the right way it's on the hold like with a cigarette, you do the little two finger thing, but with a joint, if you give like a three finger little, like one of those, like I'm thinking of a stereotypical, like Jimi Hendrix documentary when he's like taking a rip in between answering questions. Yeah. 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 That looks pretty cool. What doesn't look cool is when I take a joint rip and then like I'm coughing for seven minutes afterwards, then it doesn't look good. Is, is, is taking a bowl hit cool? That doesn't seem that cool. It seems like <laughs> negligible. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, something but, about the weird little like, like you got to like gremlin your hands, like you're over your hand with the lighter in it. I don't think it's quite as cool. It's also like a weird, like chunky glass piece. 
a giant elaborate bong or pipe that's kind of cool but like a bowl is just like this weird little like mash together it looks like your like your six-year-old cousin made it in like their art class and gave it to you (laughs) (laughs) so like it definitely doesn't look as cool i remember in uh actually no this was like a summers between college my buddy made like a like a water bong out of like this plastic thing and using like super glue and we smoked it and we're like we're just smoking plastic and glue you can't you have to use glass <laughs> like because when you inhale yeah everything like we're like we're just smoking toxins every time we do this <laughs> what's the craziest thing is that the craziest thing that you've ever used to smoke something it's got to be i mean yeah i've used like water bongs out of like you know like two liters uh i mean i've smoked out of an apple yeah that's classic yeah that's pretty classic when i was um yeah the apple i did in high school weirdly was like my biggest druggy phase and because i smoked we made my friend smoked a fair amount of weed and this one time we actually managed to get our hands on salvia and we smoked it out of a light bulb which was crazy did i tell you this we talked about this last time maybe talk about this last time Uh, that was definitely still the craziest thing i've ever smoked out of but yeah yeah that oh yeah that's right it's hard to this is how you know i've been um cooped up inside for too long today i'm like repeating stories i need i should have gone out and done something you didn't do anything today no i stayed in i did a zoom i cooked i messied up my apartment by myself i should have gone out that's pretty good that's not terrible yeah day inside after a a long pandemic it's what you need Mm. thank god because uh that's exactly what i I, it felt like i needed you know what the weirdest thing i smoked out of was a pussy (laughs) (laughs) i mean if it works it works it did not work. We had to burn her. Oh my <laughs> god! The smoke came. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, terrible. It was really. Did you put a little hole in the side, like an apple, or no? Uh, you know, there was already some established holes that we could use. One in the front. One <laughs> yeah, <back>. you. <laughs> it actually worked perfectly from that. That's, yeah, yeah. The, the the ass was the car. We just stick her thumb in, and then we let it go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is ingenuitive true that yeah. it takes gumption you can turn anything into a pipe they say Yep, it's really true you can turn anything not you can't turn anything into a wife though so. no <laughs> you can t- you're saying you can turn a wife into a pipe but not a pipe into a wife yes something like that yeah well i think i'm glad we had this talk oh dude i'm i also i had a tinder match this week that i just texted back and so i'm waiting to uh hoping that we can meet up i'm getting a little tonight no not tonight but i'm my message i'm trying to meet up for a drink maybe this weekend i'm getting a little trepidatious Trepidatious, i haven't gotten a text back yet when did you text them um like right before this started Mm. so it hasn't been that long but yeah i don't know have have you uh you had (laughs) the dating been good in new york the dating's kind of been non-existent in New York so far, just because all because of the, what's happening in the world, <laughs> right? Because society's collapsed. Yes, can't make anything into a wife. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not like a big apps guy, although I think that the apps here are better than in Boston, from what I've heard. But yeah. um, 
yeah, my, I was with some friends and, um, they were like, I'll oh, just do it. And so I got a match and, uh, they were like, we were like, I don't know, they're doing the thing, you know, have you ever had people like they're all in relationships and whenever you're single and their relationships are always telling you like what to say, they always want to like mm-hmm. see your thing and swipe for you and like talk for you. And, um, so they were like, Oh, say this, say that. And I was like having the conversation. I was like, all right, chill. Yeah. 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 They got a few lines in, but they did get some good ones in, but it is pretty funny. Like, I don't know. Everyone's always so interested in swiping, but it, I don't know. I think that like, I've never done the more legit dating things like hinge or eHarmony, but I've never really needed, I don't know. I've always been able to meet people Damn, in person. You're such a stud. Part. Not even that. No, <laughs> I just like, I've just never, it's just always like the lulls have always been to the point where it's just wound up working out. I haven't had a serious girlfriend since college, so it's not like it's worked out well, but the dating I have done has all been in person. Mm-hmm. I had one Tinder experience and I showed up and the girl was wearing blue eyeliner that was streaked out to her ears. And I was kind of just like, you're not about that. Or you're like, all about is, that. Like, dude, she looked, she looked like a girl out of the fifth element. Nice. So I was just like, dude, I don't, I think Tinder's too advanced for me. I need uh, to go. Uh, it's too futuristic. Too yeah, future, yeah. I need something to go from back like the third element or something. Yeah. It's like I'm dating in Back to the Future too. I need to go back to my time period. And this here. is while you were in Boston? This was in Boston, yeah. We yeah. went on a date in Austin. We went to Twin Donuts and got pancakes. Nice, dude. That part I liked. That part was good. Yeah. But the rest of it, I was just like, eh, I don't know. I was I was going to say, you could probably run into a, a wacky lady like that here. <laughs> dude, I've seen plenty, many a wacky person with... <laughs> Some wacky ass broads. That, yeah, I've seen people here that make that girl look like she's like as put together as Kamala Harris. To be honest, <laughs> like they're the. It, I will say the reputation of, of New York. So not is, very right. <laughs> <laughs> like put in by the elites. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reputation of New York has been funny for like one, so many different like kooky people walking on and two it's just crazy dirty both of those have held up 100 mm-hmm. like the people are kind of just hilarious i understand why it's a thing to just like go to central park and just people watch because yeah. the strangest folks walk by you all the time here it's just so true well still a lot of artists move here to succeed and then mm-hmm. only whatever less than one percent of them do so it just you become a crazy person if you want to <laughs> yeah there's a certain like there's a certain comfort in that like I kind of am looking at these people lately different like oh is this my future <laughs> especially after doing open mics outside you look around you're like what's really the difference between us doing this and the person who's like over there just like I don't know ju- like whatever they're doing their weird little thing yeah for money it's like we're all the same yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, if you ever get like on the subway, you get someone who's just yelling nonsense. Mm-hmm. That's pretty common. But because in Boston, there's a few guys that I would see yelling nonsense. But here, there's just all the time. Yeah. It's, it's always men, too. Sometimes you'll get a lady, but that's not. Yeah. I've seen women. The women do the thing where they're like, they're just like wandering around. Like they're like pacing. The men yell and the women like pace. And then stop and then like pay like 
weirdly like wobbling around and like just walking or in like these weird little beelines. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like when they show like the charts that like the ways bees dance. Yeah. Like they're like doing that. Like they're like, seem so fucked up just doing that on a subway cart. And then they get to a random stop and they just immediately stop and walk out. That's what I've seen more with the women is like that strange little pirouetting. Yeah. With the, the men, I've, some men have definitely, I've seen some crazy men yelling. So, so you women are like bees be meaning bitches <laughs> i wanted to you know I, w- I was going to try to dog whistle it but you really put it out <laughs> uh yeah yeah i saw a guy he was yelling at like there was like cops on the subway and he was just like i'm part of the brotherhood i grew up selling drugs he was just started yelling whatever and the cops just like literally for like 20 minutes and the cops just stood there well he yelled in their faces until yeah. they got off. That's uh, that's very scary. <laughs> I think that that's like a thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna relocate real quick to my. Uh... Well, I think we can probably uh, hang up shop here, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. We've done over an hour. Nice to. Well, um, yeah, man, it's good talking to you on Zoom. I yeah, hope, yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope we can get together and um, we can do this for real again sometime. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, dude, this weekend I just did not plan to do this because it was like all rainy and it was Memorial Day weekend, and I'm like, oh shit. So thanks mm-hmm. for uh, jumping in there. Oh no problem, dude. Yep, and thanks for having me. I'm happy to hang out and talk, um, talk pasta and dogs and um, smoking anytime. <laughs> drugs, <laughs> drugs anytime. Yeah, man. Sweet dude. Bees. All right, I'll talk to you. I'll see you soon, probably. Yeah, for sure. Probably.